right, yeah, that guy right there, that guy, that's the type of guy you want in the playoffs. We'll be up late chasing, betting on BYU in Hawaii, trying to make up for all the bets that we lost earlier in the day. These Twitter sources are correct. That's what they want you to do, though. Around here, I do what I want. So if I want to bet this house on uh, on Pat Mahomes throwing 500 yards, I'm going to bet this house on Pat Mahomes throwing 500 <laughs> yards. Oh, yeah, well, the boys are going to be talking crazy. This isn't a Disney show, but it's all in the spirit of keeping our listeners laughing. Get ready. Sports with the boys. After hours starts now. I welcome in to another edition of Sports with the Boys After Hours. Uh, we took last week off, but we're glad to be back with y'all today. Uh, got all six of us today. Uh, TJ Parker's going to start the shows with us from now on instead of us kind of clumsily bringing him in from, from time to time. Got a lot, of talk, lot to talk about today. JR, Doc got a deal. Shout Let's out fucking go, baby. I'm well, pumped about that. Quarterback. That's right. We'll break that down. Uh, we'll talk about the NBA All-Star uh, events this weekend. Uh, March Madness is here. Uh, this was this was like the last week last year that things were normal. Um, so it's very nice to be a year removed from all of that stuff, and we're starting to get back to normal. And March Madness is one of the most normal things, and I'm so pumped for that to start. I uh, really missed it last year, as I know a lot of you guys did as well. Um, we'll talk about who's on the bubble. Um, a lot of the big names teams you won't see in March Madness this year unless they make some noise in the tournaments. Um, also, we got a little treat for you guys. Uh, in the spirit of March Madness, we have come up with a March sorriness um, bracket. And it's, it's basically um, a bunch of sorry things that, that we or people we know have done over the years. And, and we'll unveil uh, a region of that bracket tonight and hopefully get you guys to vote on it and see who moves on. And we'll explain later in the show, and we got a lot of stories uh, to tell you guys behind the entries, but uh, that, should be, that should be pretty funny. But let's, let's start it off the way we should, JR. Doc Prescott got the deal, uh, four years, $160 million, 126 of it guaranteed. Um, the, the biggest signing bonus ever, $66 million. He's going to get here in just a little bit. Um, what do you think of it? Are you happy? I know I am. Where are you feel? What are you feeling? Um, I'm happy. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed they didn't get the deal done last year, but you know th things change in a matter of year. Um, but I, I do like how they structured it. Uh, it it's a it's a four year contract, but but, it, but it's also considered six years. Uh, right. They got the two void years, so that so they're going to take that they're going to take the hit from his signing bonus this year. They're going to take it in what 2025, 2026. So it's going to really suck if Doc goes somewhere in those years. But I mean, right now it helps us a lot to to be able to afford all the players that we have right now it really does and i know you say you wish we'd have got it done last year and i i agree with that it would have took the sting out of all this you know this hoopla around trying to get a deal done but he said he wanted 40 million dollars a year he said that two years ago and that's yeah. exactly what he's getting paid this year so it really ain't a whole lot changed about it but i'm just glad they got the deal done and the reason why is what do you what is the where do the cowboys go without him you got you got Amari Cooper signed to a long-term deal. You got Zeke signed to a big deal. Zach Martin to a big deal. Jalen Smith. You got, a, you got a lot of money into these players that you can't get out from under now. So if you franchise Dak this year, pay him a bunch of money, and then let him walk next year, 
you still sit. It's not like you're in a rebuild. You're paying guys too much money. Demarcus Lauren, you're paying guys too much money uh, for a rebuild. You'd have to figure out a way to cut players and have a bunch of dead cap. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's 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 Cowboys time right now. If any, it's not. It's not. You needed to sign Dak right now. You can't let him walk and hope that you can get somebody in the fourth round like they did in 2016. Um, it's not going to happen again. I know a lot of teams with with a good solid foundation that doesn't have a franchise quarterback that that could that could use one. I mean, just like the football team. I mean, they have a good solid foundation around them, but they have no franchise quarterback. So I'm glad they was able to lock the Dak deal down. Um, it's going to hurt our pockets a little bit. Hopefully, they can restructure people like. Uh, Jalen Smith and Demarcus Lawrence, if, if they're willing to do that and make a little room for some free agent signings. Uh, yeah, I saw, you know, a big contract that he signed, but I saw this year it's only going to take or hit $22 million against the cap. So, um, you know, Jerry, the cap guy, still has got a lot of room to play with, you know, whether he brings in, you know, a couple pieces on defense or O-line or whatever you guys want to touch up. And then I heard on uh, – TV earlier, it's like him or Dak and like three or four other Cowboys, like, you know, Tyron Smith, uh, Marcus Lawrence, all of them got something in their contract where at any time the Cowboys want, they can to like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, adjust their contract or whatever. Restructure. They restructure. Yeah. They can put whatever they, they're making. They're going to get the money regardless, but say he's making, he's guaranteed, he's, he's set to make 30 million this year against the cap. They can take fifteen to twenty or whatever and put it as a signing bonus, and it only count ten against the cap. So I mean, that's kind of a loophole they said Jerry found, and I guess that's why Jerry Jones is what he is. Well, I mean, you're giving him a lot of credit. I, I was—I don't think Jerry Jones has ever had a problem with the players. He—he he finds a way to get good players, and his their salary cap management has been really good, especially since his son Stephen Jones has kind of taken over. Right. But it's the coaches he hired. And this is a whole nother conversation we don't need to get into. But it hasn't ever been the players. We've had good players. We've had good quarterbacks outside, you know, after the Quincy Carter and the Drew Henson and all that bull. Once we got to Tony Romo, um, you know, we couldn't do anything with him because then you had Jason Garrett in there. You've had Chan Gailey. You've had all these uh, – Wade Phillips. The only good coach he's hired, Jr. is – is Bill Parcells since we've been watching, you yeah. know, he, he ran off Jimmy Johnson. So that's, that's Jerry's problem as an owner. But as far as cap management and the way to uh, structure these deals to where he can, he can work it out to be under the cap is a pretty good. Cause like you said, he's only 22 uh, million against the cap this year. If he would have got that franchise tag, he would have been at 37.7 million against the, ta uh, the cap this year. I, I read an interesting uh, stat. The Cowboys will pay Dak less this year than the Eagles will pay Carson Wentz this year. Wow. He ain't even playing for the Eagles. I've seen that, uh, what, Dak, Coop, Amari Cooper, and Zeke are all going to be the three highest paid at each position this coming year, right? I didn't see that, but that's that's crazy. That should mean wins, right? should. Pressure zone. But like you said, coaches, it, it depends on whether Dan Quinn can come in there and do what Mike Nolan couldn't fucking do. It, it, stop people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they got to do – they they got to be at least a, a fraction better on defense if they want to win any games. I mean, Dak can't, can't do, but 
Like, I mean, so, if, so much. If their defense did what they did the last four weeks of the season last year, where they have 12 turnovers in the last four weeks, I mean, I, I know it was against shit-ass teams, but, I mean, it, it's still a big deal getting 12 turnovers in four games. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. That was the one difference in the Cowboys' defense last year, as bad as it was, was they actually got some turnovers. But going back to Dak being a four-year deal with those two years void, it really works out well for both parties, if you ask me, because Dak in four years, he'll be – He'll be 31 years old. He'll still be, still be in the prime of his career. If he has a good four years, he can cash in again. There's a new TV deal that comes up in four years. So he can cash in on another big contract. If he is that good to where they're gonna, the Cowboys want to pay him a bunch of money again, that should mean we had a good four years under Dak, right? Now, if he's bad for the next four years, it's only four years, and you, or it's actually only three. The fourth year, he doesn't get as paid as much, so you could almost get out from under it after three um if if he's not any good so it's not one of these 10-year deals like Mahomes and them um and that's what Doc wanted was a four-year deal Kev yeah I agree I, I think it's a win for both the Cowboys and and Dak you know he finally gets that long-term deal with the guaranteed money um I mean just 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 this year alone he's going to get 75 million dollars right which is right. which is insane and then like you said that in four years He'll be 31, still still in his prime, and be able to to walk if he wants to and, and get another big deal. Oh, yep. Tad's happy. Yeah, Tad, Tad. Well, I think he wanted him to kind of get out of Dallas, but he's probably happy that his brother's about to get a 126 guaranteed. I'm sure he'll oh, see. Tad. I'm sure he'll see some <laughs> of that, but <laughs> you got to get that in on every show, don't you? Fuck Tad. <laughs> we, all, we all got to get a fuck Tad and a and a, and a Taylor Hinky. Somehow it referenced, <laughs> yeah. but um, now I saw uh, which of course you know with him being a fourth rounder, it's kind of it's the reason why. But you know, Dak's first what four years before the franchise tag last year, I think he made a total of like four million dollars, and then he goes up, takes that up to thirty-one million, you know, last year, and then and then you know gets the the contract of his life this year. So I think it's you know it says a lot about Dak too. You know, he's of course injuries this year, but I mean that dude. You know, I you know don't don't really like the Cowboys, but you got to respect Dak, dude. He's gonna he's gonna lay it all on the line every every game, and that's all you can you know want for as, as fans from the entertainment uh, perspective. Yeah, and, and probably the, one of the best things about this whole negotiation is you see a lot of this kind, especially over the course of two three years, this stuff goes sour. You know, you you're trying to work out a deal, you're getting you feel disrespected because they won't just pay you and everything. But it seems to me that these the two parties have maintained a good relationship throughout. And, you know, that's that speaks volumes to the kind of character that Doc Prescott has. And and I'm I'm excited to have him for another four years. I really wanted him to stay. Um, yeah, I, I was hoping for a tag because I, I feel like if they tag him this year, I feel like he was going to be gone next year. I was hoping for a tag. Cause, I mean, I would I don't know what the football team is going to do this year, but I was hoping, you know, we could land Dak at some point. So I or Heineke. Y'all got it. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why that's twice like three minutes. Yeah. He ain't, yeah, he didn't. Wait till week one. Guaranteed. Wait till week one. We throw it for about 375 and four tubs, and then we'll be talking about him again. All right, Chris. <laughs> Chris, um, how many game-winning drives do you think Dak Prescott has in his career? Uh, Five. Fifteen. Damn. Oh, uh, that, 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 that threw me for a loop, too, because I've criticized him for, before. 
for not being clutch, but 15 game winning drives. I feel like he's had 20 game losing drives, though, as a Cowboys <laughs> fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was kind of how Romo was, too, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, Romo had 40 fucking game winning drives, but I feel like he had 60 fucking game losing ones. But <laughs> it, that's kind of how it works. It's that yeah. pendulum with the Cowboys. You get eight wins, you get eight losses. You just yeah. got to deal with it. And, and, and well, with about- that defense, with that defense, he's always playing from behind. So his wins are always going to be come from behind wins. And I think it says a lot about their team, too. They can they can play with anybody. They can beat anybody, but they can also lose to anybody. Yeah. I think, I think it talks about That's the coaches. Of the coaching staff. Yep, the inconsistency of the, of the coaching staff. Yeah, they're a damn joke. I mean, I, they, was a, they was a damn joke last year. And if they don't improve this year, y'all going to have a long freaking season and listen to me bitch about that coaching staff. <laughs> you, you don't like McCarthy? Yeah, he's hating on McCarthy. Super Bowl I mean, champ. He must have been in that lab. All he did was eat because he damn sure didn't watch no film or learn anything new going, going freaking fake punts on his own 30. That's why Rodgers didn't listen to him. Yeah, that's what maybe Rodgers and inches and punt, fake punt. Do a fake punt on fourth and inches instead of run Zeke up the middle. You got Zeke paying him $100 million just to huff and puff get his ass on the sidelines. You know? Get your two get his off. ass in shape, yeah. you know? But you got other news. A lot of news actually broke today. Um, but let's go back a little further to the biggest news until today. JJ uh, Watt signing with the Cardinals. What do you What are you guys hearing that um, made you think? I I didn't think he was going to Arizona. That wasn't on my list of teams that I thought he would he would go play for. He tweeted out something or he texted Kyler Murray and said the reason he came there was because he believes in him. But I just got a suspicion that it was the most money he was offered. How, what do y'all think? Yeah, to start off, J.J. Watt said he wasn't worried about the money. You know, so when he said that, you know, you figured – my first thought was Pittsburgh, of course, with his two brothers, and then, you know, Tampa Bay or Kansas City or somebody, somebody like that, you know, with a Super Bowl contender. Um, come with to Arizona. I mean, they're, the NFC West, I feel like, is wide open, especially with the, the Russ drama, which you see we'll get to in a little bit, but – um, I feel like the NFC West is wide open, but I mean, I, I Super Bowl contender. I don't think I don't think that Stafford, Stafford, and the Rams. You know, uh, yeah, I can't forget about him. Okay. A dangerous yeah. team. Um, yeah. But still wide open. I think you got, I guess, four solid teams. So I guess you could still say it's wide open. You don't know who's going to win it still. Chris, what do you think of him going to Arizona? Man, it's odd. It, it's it seems odd to me because um, I was hearing that he was only going to be like. You know, he was going to take like 10 or 11 million, and he almost took double that to the Cardinals. So it almost does seem like, like you're talking about all for the money. Uh, looks like him and uh, D Hop had a pretty good relationship. So he must have yeah. wanted to go, you know, reunite with him. Uh, do you, I don't see, the only thing is, is, do you see the Cardinals, you know, being in Super Bowl contention in the next two or three years? Um, you know, I know they're pretty solid now, but are they actually going to be in position to win a Super Bowl? I think if they sure up their defense, they absolutely can. They got an explosive offense. Um, I mean, they've got a solid secondary, too. Which, I mean, Pat Pete. Buda Baker. Pat Pete. Well, Buda yeah, Baker. Pat Pete. Yeah. Drake or Patrick. So. Yeah. Um, didn't they tag Justin Simmons? That low, that linebacker safety kind of. Hybrid uh, thing. Pseudo plays both. Really, really good player. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just didn't didn't think Arizona in the very beginning. Like speaking to what you said, Chris, uh, D Hop put something on Instagram or Twitter, you know, saying finish what we started or something. And that was really all I heard about Arizona. I didn't hear anything from the insiders about Arizona. I kept hearing 
uh, I heard Pittsburgh a lot. I heard Tampa Bay, all that, but just not Arizona. So I thought it was pretty cool because I, I root for Arizona. Um, that's probably I probably root for them the most on the AFC side. Could be two solid edge rushers, Chandler Jones yes. and and um, JJ Watt coming off the edge. I mean, I saw I think- a stat where they're both leading sacks since 2012. Yeah, they're, that- they're, they've been number one and two since 2012. I mean, a lot of people might not know Chandler Jones, but dude, he's a freaking stud. JJ oh, Watt he, on the other side, absolute stud. They're they're two getting older, but I. I, I saw a stat beside like outside of Aaron Donald, JJ Watt was the most double teamed uh rusher. You know, don't hold me to second, but I'm I'm pretty sure he was he was up there. So I mean they just, a, they both stayed healthy, man. That defensive edge rush is gonna be crazy. Yeah. I, and and I, that's why, you know, a lot of their number their stature deflated, but you gotta realize they're facing, you know, double and triple teams too. Like, you know, teams offensive game plan is to take, you know, Watt or uh, or a J Aaron Donald out of the game, try to you know neutralize him. So yeah, a lot, a lot of their stats could be deceiving. Right, and I'm looking at it here. I think I said Justin Simmons is on the Cardinals. He's with the Broncos, but they did tag him, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that, Kev. Yeah. You got something? Yeah, I was gonna say a, a lot of people you know think JJ Watts washed up, but he was still the seventh rated uh, defense alignment on on Pro Football Focus's ratings. So he he definitely took a step back, but I mean he's still still uh, productive. I think they paid a little high for him, though. I think. Yeah. I think they kind of went out. I mean, I guess they got what they wanted, but. I mean, is that is that kind of money good. for, uh, you know, just old veteran? Like he still has it kind of deal. Like, come yeah, here, we'll give, think... give you a little extra. You know, we, you know, you're stud and, you know, a vet. You know, come here, we'll give you a little extra. I think it's the, the it's the Cardinals trying to get that last bit of prime out of JJ Watt. Yeah, and they and they feel like they're on the precipice of a Super Bowl or a Super Bowl caliber team, and you get like Jr. said that that veteran leadership not not just veteran leadership he's probably one of the, the best leaders in the NFL. You get him in your locker room, and hopefully some things can things can change with. with that. I mean, I feel sorry for the city of Houston. They left. They lost uh, JJ Watt, and uh, you know he donated a bunch of money to the city, and then James Harden who. Donate a bunch of money to the businesses. Um, the Astros uh, are cheats. And, and the strip clubs. James Harden does donate a lot of money to strip clubs. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he does. What'd you say, Cam? And the, and the Houston Astros are cheaters. Yeah. And, yeah. D, and D. Watson wants out, and he's still not. I feel bad for D. Watson in all of this. You see, in, you know, it's like that that SpongeBob meme. Schoolbert's outside, you know, in, in his house watching Patrick and SpongeBob. Walking yeah. outside, <laughs> there's <JJ Watt> <laughs> having a good time up in Arizona in the desert. <laughs> so, yeah. what do you? Speaking of Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's still sticking to his guns that that he's not going to play, and and per the CBA, he's he has full rights not to play in NFL this year. Now, it's going to cost him a lot of money. Um, I can break down uh, how much money it's going to cost him, but do y'all actually think a quarterback? It'll be the first quarterback to ever. Um, sit out to hold out um, an entire year, really hold out for games. I think I, I don't agree with it. Um, I think if you sign a contract, as long as you're healthy, I think you should play for that fucking team. Like, like on the contrary, like, all right, Deshaun Watson, other than Dr. Prescott, what was he, the number two uh, quarterback getting paid? Well, if he don't throw for 30, at least 30 touchdowns and 3,000 yards, then the team should not have to pay. If, if they're going to hold out, like you see what I'm saying? If he's going to hold out on a contract he signed, 
if he doesn't produce, why can't the owners decide, hey, you didn't do what you were supposed to do this year. I'm going to pay you $15 million less. Like, I, I think it's a, I don't, I don't think it's fair to the ownership that the players are able to hold out, but the owners can still has to play the, pay the players whether they play good or not. Man, I, I think I think the players too are in a tough spot. You see, you know, your counterparts in the NBA, and you know they say they want out, and you know they get what they want. Like, I think that the players in the NFL are trying to make that a, a play, make it a more of a player-driven league instead of a, an owners or a front office-driven league. Um, you know, and I guess Deshaun Watson is trying to be the the prime example of it. So I guess we'll see how it goes, how and how it what the results are. But you know. I, Houston said they're willing to let him set. So I think it's going to hurt the NFL as a whole, too, if you don't have D Watts, you know, playing every Sunday night. So, you know, I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah, I think the, the, the salary loss will definitely hurt. But I mean, he's got, he's got uh, sponsorship deals. And I'm yeah. sure he'll still get paid. And he, as a quarterback, I'm sure they're pretty uh, lucrative. Do you think those sponsors will be, be uh, as JRs were, too keen on him not, not actually playing? And that's a that's a bad look. That's a bad look to sit out and not do your job. That's bullshit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of disagree a little bit um, oh, with all the changes with all the changes that that team's been through, coaching, ownership, or a, a you know general manager, um, and all that. I think that they should have these players. You know, he obviously was going to be there for a while. He had a no trade clause in there. Um, he has to prove any trade. So he was obviously, you know, had, had felt that something was, was long-term there and all the changes, I think he's got the right to sit out. You know, uh, these college players, if they're coaches, uh, if they get recruited someplace coming out of high school or what it may be, uh, and their coach leaves, they have the option to, to, you know, decide to go somewhere else. And I think he should be able to do the same thing. But they're not under contract. Uh but in his when he signed his contract, did he know Bill O'Brien was going to tank the fucking team? No, he didn't know that. But Jr. makes just one. I mean, hell of a point that I didn't even think about is, yeah, the Texans has failed Deshaun Watson. I don't think there's anybody out there that would disagree with me on that. But if Deshaun Watson would go out there and fail the Texans by not playing well, we wouldn't all be clamoring for them to take Deshaun Watson's money back. I mean, if you were a Texans fan, you might be. But that's a slippery slope if you start saying those things. Oh, well, if you don't perform to this level, then you're not getting this amount of money. I mean, I guess whatever money's not guaranteed, them cutting you, they save money that way, JR. Maybe they cut you because you weren't up to performance, Chris. Yeah, you kind of took it there. You you know, you've seen it uh, time and again with players you know, toward the end of their contract restructuring and not getting all the money they were, they signed that contract for or them like now you're talking getting cut. I mean, you see that happen all the time happens to veteran players all the time. Yeah, I, I agree. I guess that's the the way that the owners do it. And, and, you know, I'm, I don't want to sit here and feel sorry for a bunch of billionaires. I mean, that's for sure. Deshaun Watson might be a hundred millionaire, but he's not a billionaire. I think sometimes, uh, a fan base gets confused that who's got the money here, you know, uh, and the, the rich are the, the, the owners the, don't get me wrong. And they're not the ones out there giving their body every week that, you know, injuries playing through injuries, the CTE stuff, all that. They're not the ones doing that. So they're making money off the bodies of the NFL players. So 
I see both sides. You, Jr. and Chris, both of y'all make really good good arguments on that. But Kev, let me lay this out to you: If Deshaun Watson decides that he's just gonna, he's not playing. He's just not gonna do it. He'll lose ninety three thousand dollars just for skipping mandatory mini camp. Mini camp. He'll lose one point seven million dollars for skipping training camp. He'll lose six hundred twenty thousand dollars for every preseason game he misses. He'll lose another $11 million of his base salary, and he'll have to pay back his signing bonus for a total loss of $20 million if he doesn't play uh, this year. Um, and then he also it pushes his contract one year in the future, and he's actually got some big money coming up, not this year, but next year. You, you think he's going to forego $20 million? Yes, I, I would if I was him. Um, you know, Houston, it seems like they don't care about him. They're going to waste his his uh, his prime years. Um, I, I wouldn't blame him one bit if he if he walked away from that that money. He's already made a, a decent amount of money. And like I said before, I mean, he's still going to get endorsement deals. Um, you know, I don't see I don't see Nike pulling their endorsement deal from Watson because he sits out a year. Agreed. Yeah. Nike's Mike. Nike is pro, uh, pro player. Big time. Right. Chris? Uh, do you think uh, talking about Nike or any of these other sponsorships or even other players, you know, it seems like everyone's behind uh, Watson uh, and you hear about it all the time with players uh, chipping in uh, to cover other, you know, players money and stuff. Do you think anybody could chip in to, to cover his 20 mil he had to pay back? Jesus. If players start doing that, the owners are in trouble. Absolutely. Well, did you see, did you see just the other day, they said that uh, a couple of years ago when Andre Johnson got in a fight with Cortland Finnegan, other players around the league paid his fine. It was twenty thousand dollars, not twenty yeah. million. Yeah, it's but. a little different. But they could do it. I mean, they they could oh, do yeah. it if they could organize. Like that's the Buck. You were talking about trying to get like the NBA. That's the difference. It's it's the organizing and and I'll explain it like this. You got the NBA is a lot less players than NFL, so there's a lot less to organize. So they agree. They push ahead on that. NFL's a little more diverse, so they don't – and the big, big, you know, the quarterbacks and all that making the big money. So it's hard to get them all on the same page um, with it. But if they would, man, the NFL could definitely run the show or the NFL Players Association could definitely run the show. Yeah, and I think, you know, we kind of saw it how Tampa Bay did it this year. You know, like the NBA does, you know, get the vets on the one-year deal and, you know, mesh them together and, and see what you can do and hopefully you can win a Super Bowl or a championship. And I think Tampa Bay did that this year. You know, they signed pretty much, you know, one man's trash, another man's treasure. They signed everybody who, you know, either got bought out or released by, you know, their former teams and, you know, put them together. And then and then you got Tom Brady there leading the, leading the way um, and got them Super Bowl. So I think that's – I believe that's the way the, the NFL is going towards, you know, the way it looks. Everybody's starting to hold out, you know, big-time players starting to hold out. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to I was going to ask what you know, what's Houston's plan here? They signed Watson to this huge contract and then decide to do a, a full-on rebuild and have Watson be in the middle of it and still you know what what kind of what are they doing? They got rid of Hopkins, they got rid of JJ Watt, Will Fuller's leaving, uh they cut Duke Johnson. You know, what's their what's their plan here? When you know oh, bro, they they restructured with Watson, 6 and 10 with Watson mm -hmm. and get mid-level first round picks for the next couple of years. Bro, they restructured David Johnson. They're set. 
<laughs> trying to save some cap space. Yeah, and I, I think I said it before, but it's to sell tickets. It's to get people in yeah, the stadium. That's yeah, that's all it's about. If they don't have if they don't have uh, Watson, I, I don't know how they're going to get anybody to come come watch them play. But talking about another quarterback just trying to uh, make his own way, uh, Russell Wilson. You know, his team threes come out and kept saying. They continue to say stuff about wanting out of Seattle, wanting a better line, all, all that crazy stuff. Um, it, that's unheard of from Russell Wilson because he's almost like a robot, man. When you when you hear him in a any type of interview, it's like, God, dude, are you a robot or, or what? Can you say anything outside of cliches? But he's starting to speak his mind. Well, his team is speaking um, their minds for him. Uh, would y'all like to see Russ Wilson get out of Seattle? I'd like to see him go to a team that that's going to let him air it out constantly. I'm sick of them giving Chris Carson 30 carries a game. Not anymore, but they didn't uh, re-sign Chris Carson. They, they didn't go. tag Chris Carson. They didn't tag him. Didn't. And don't mean he won't be back, but they they damn sure they didn't tag him. Aaron yeah, I, Jones in Seattle. Mm. I think I think Russ Russ see the writing on the wall too. Like you know, you see JJ White coming in coming into Arizona. You got. Um, JJ White, uh, going to Arizona, Matt Stafford going to LA with that defense. Um, the 49ers are going to be healthy this year. You know, they were a Super Bowl defense the year before. I think he sees, you know, what are we doing to, to be competitive in the division? And I think he's looking, you know, he's looking ahead and, and he's trying to, you know, bite the bullet instead of, you know, this year they finished, they could finish last in the division. And everybody's going to be like, you know, is Russell Wilson, you know, worth this type of money? I think he's trying to, get ahead of the curve and, and try to get out and where he can stay, you know, with, uh, as a winning quarterback. Right. And he just, I mean, he just signed a huge deal. So it's the same situation almost as Deshaun Watson, but I mean, they got a lot better team than Deshaun Watson does. Jr. I mean, I, I know me and you talked on the phone the other day about it and I got a couple of Packers fans in here. Um, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a double standard between him and Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers wasn't happy with the coaching staff, wasn't happy with the way they were drafting. He, he come out and said something about it, and he was the biggest piece of shit in the world. He, he wasn't a team player. He wasn't this, he wasn't that. And Russell Wilson's doing the same exact thing, and everybody's backing him up, saying that Seattle needs to let him go. When, when on the other hand, Aaron Rodgers, he, he was just the worst person in the world when the same stuff was going on with him. Yeah, and it, that is true. Aaron Rodgers got a bad rap. I mean, I guess that's because his little – He's he's a little cocky, arrogant guy, but um, watching Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee show, uh, Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays this this year is really over my eyes. He's a he's an intellectual guy, real cool guy. He's actually really nice and uh, charitable. Chris, um, there's only one place I see uh, see Russ going that where he's going to have a chance, and that's Carolina Panthers. All he, right, I'm, I'll talk to y'all later. No, he, he can air it out. <laughs> He's got receivers there. He can air it out. Uh, we're obviously pushing to build a team around him. They're, they were looking to try to get Deshaun Watson. So I, he, he played in Carolina for uh, high school, right? Or uh, college? Yeah, he played NC in NC State. State. NC State? Yeah, he played at NC State. Hey. He's, he's familiar with the area. That's right. He's from Richmond. Richwood. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's been, been stuck on the West Coast, uh, you know. What listening to Pete Carroll well, not only the West Coast, the Pacific Northwest. Like yeah. The West yeah. Coast. He hasn't he hasn't seen the damn sunshine in three damn days. <laughs> <laughs> damn. 
<laughs> so, I mean, he can go to Charlotte where uptown is downtown and they can just <laughs> fucking, you know, do their thing. Him and CMC would be nasty. Uh, yes, it would. Would DJ on the outside? Yeah. I, I would think they'd have to give up CMC to get Wilson, though. What else do they have to, to offer? I know, <laughs> I know that the rumor was they're going to trade CMC for Watson in a package deal. Did they give up CMC for Wilson? Please, you got dog. Mike. You got Mike Davis there, dog. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, We've Mike. already established running back. Mike, Mike Davis is a free agent, man. They they either going to tag him or, or he's going elsewhere. They're not going to pay him. They're trying to cut cap space. They've done. Uh, I mean, they've done cut Kawan Short. He was Who? a pro bowler. Oh. Kawan Short. Is he kind of kid? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Cam, <laughs> <laughs> you got something else? I, I'd just like to go back to, to JR's uh, comment on Rodgers. Uh, the, the Seahawks didn't draft a quarterback in the first round. They actually uh, got well, Russell Wilson some weapons, um, not, not, a, not a, you know, a bruiser running back in the, in the second round. And, and they're still taking – and they're still taking Russell Wilson's side over Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> I, I'd like to say, too – why are these owners Man. letting this happen? You got uh, that the owner for the for the Texans and the owner for the Seahawks. Why, why would you let uh, a coach and a GM stay rather than you know a generational talent at quarterback? I would, I would fire that GM and coach way before I I let one of those quarterbacks walk. You'd fire the coach you literally just hired. I, I don't give a shit if if my generation <laughs> quarterbacks leave. I mean, look at look at the Seahawks. How long did it take them to get a quarterback on Russell Wilson's level? What do you mean they had Matt Hasselback all them years? Exactly, my, exactly my point. <laughs> they signed Matt Flynn before they drafted Russ. Yeah, exactly. they, pay, they paid that. They paid. Matt He's Flynn still getting paid, eh? These these Bro. quarterbacks don't come around all the time. I mean, you have one. Why wouldn't you do everything to try to keep them? Yeah, like like the Texans be like, oh oh shit, our bad, Deshaun. We we didn't mean to not include you. Let, we'll fire him tomorrow, and then you go pick whatever coach you want. Exactly. I just hope the uh, Russ doesn't try to land in Chicago Ooh. for the for the Packers' sake, because I saw where I, someone said that the Chicago Bears was going to try to get him. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. New Orleans also. And he they, liked the fact that they signed or uh, tagged Allen Robinson. That's too. what I was going to say. They tagged a Rob. I, I, it's like free A Rob, but if Russ would go there, that'd be a hell yeah. of a connection. I saw they, the uh, the Seahawks is... want the Seahawks want Khalil back though. I, I'd I'd be willing to let Khalil Mack. Oh yeah, I, I would I would Russ. I would do it. Give me that franchise QB. We can build from there. Chris Godwin got tagged uh, with the Bucks today. Um, they uh, did something with uh, Davis the linebackers contract today too, right? I can't think of his name off the top of my Shaquille head. Shaquille Barrett? No, Le- Levante uh, David. Levante David, David. Yeah. They would they rework it? I thought that's what I, think I read. They resigned them. I think they just, just resigned them. Two years. AB's a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, football, fo- speaking of tags, football team got tagged uh, Sheriff. I saw that. Second year in a row. Top guard, boy. He wants uh he wants a uh what's he, a guard? Guard, yeah. Yeah, he wants a uh guard. A record-breaking deal, right? I mean, I think top guard ever. I think he's making like 18 mil this year with a tag. I saw. So, yeah. I mean, he can't stay get, healthy though. No, he's you know he's good for 10 games a year. Yeah. Uh, you know, if he, I think if he, if he plays hell, if he plays 14, give the man what he wants next year. 
Hey, we take Taylor Moten uh, today. Another another tackle. Yeah, tackle. He's a he's uh, (laughs) he's a hell of a tackle for the Panthers. He's right tackle man. Then the Patriots traded for uh, what Trent Brown. Yeah, they got him back. Yeah, went back. I I heard they're gonna get Kyle Van Noy back. The man. What do y'all think about Miami cutting Kyle Van Noy after one of the best seasons he's ever had? I guess they think they're getting a quarterback from somewhere. Well, I've heard it to me, dude. They just signed him. And I've been hearing it's a little premature that they're talking that the salary Aaron cap Jones. that they're talking salary cap may go up, not not just stay at this like 180 or whatever they're they're doing now. That this could be uh, some of these moves that they're making uh, could be too soon. That they're saying Jerry Jones may have you know tipped his cap on that a little bit. You you think Jerry knows something? Goodell hates Jerry after that whole deal with Zeke, but. Uh... So I I don't think he he knows anything about that. No. There's no no unfair things going on on like that. Uh, but one thing that was unfair was I was robbed of a great All Star weekend uh, this weekend. I don't know if anybody watched the events on 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 Sunday, but they did do something for the All Stars, even though LeBron didn't want to do it. Um, we're going to do a, a segment now called. Uh, Chris's comments, and I think his topic this week is going to be on the All-Star uh, weekend, so I don't want to take his shine. So, Chris, go ahead and, and give us uh, your, your comments. Yeah, well, you done, you done messed up because you said it was All-Star weekend. It's more like All-Star couple of hours. Uh, <laughs> my daddy always said if I was going to do something, do it all or not do it at all. Um, skill, skills contest, cut it out. Don't need it. Preach. Amen. The three-point contest. I like keep Steph Curry showed us what we already knew, that he's the best there was, the best there is, and the best there ever will be at shooting the fucking basketball. Yes, Law. Second to Larry Bird. You didn't, you didn't watch JR in high school, I reckon. The, the dunk contest. <laughs> Especially after Morse's practices. Dunk contest was a snooze fest. LeBron, you still scared? Uh, oh shit, boys! Is it trash night? <laughs> yes, in Shenandoah, it is. It, it, it is Chris. for me too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I I didn't know that the G League players were going to be in the dunk contest this year. <laughs> uh, hey, I've seen better dunk contests at Grandma some, Vicky's on a fucking Sunday evening. Something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, talking about uh, talking about uh, dunking, man. Short ass Chris Paul, he got up and hammered it home. Uh, Kev, uh, it rattled around. Kev, you and uh, Kev, you and Buck, what, what, what's wrong with y'all? I'm white. Um, look at my pigment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, six foot three, six foot four. Bro, what the hell? Are you six fucking six, Chris? <laughs> hey, I've been, I've been fucking dunking. I've never stopped dunking it. I'm still fucking dunking it. <laughs> hey, you come by here, you'll see me fucking dunking it. I ain't too sure if Chris was even slapping the backboard when we was in layup lines on JV. Oh, <laughs> oh, come by here. Come uh-huh. by here. We'll, we'll, we'll fucking rattle her home on you. Uh-huh. Uh, and in closing, I, you know, the All-Star game wasn't even, you know, it wasn't a fair fight. Uh, Team LeBron ran away with it. And, uh, you know, speaking of fight, if you disagree with me, fight me. 
<laughs> hey, how's Kyrie the first, all, second overall pick in a fucking All Star draft? What Terrible. the fuck? LeBron well, is come it's on, man. Dude, it is Kyrie would have cried like a baby if he wouldn't have got picked by Katie. And, and, and I'm going back to Chris's comment about the, the skills challenge. Like, dude, if you can't dribble in and out of fucking cones, pass the ball through a you know a, a pretty wide diameter hole. I think it's gotten bigger over the years. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> I ain't never heard Make that. a layup and then hit a three. Like, I think – well – JR's iffy. Um, I think five of the six easily what are you could talking about. We could at least advance one round in the in the in the tournament, in the skills challenge tournament. Get it rid of it. Make it do something different. It like even make the dunk contest longer. Bring in someone from the outside, one of those professional dunkers. I don't want that fucking dunk contest long. Did Chris Paul misses layup in the damn skills contest? <laughs> yeah, he did. They I need think- to do um, NBA dunkers versus professional dunkers. Yeah, celebrity dunkers or something. That yeah. would be fun to watch. They That'd be at- embarrass the the NBA players though. And fucking Jordan Kilgannon out there just hammering people on people with a fucking man bun. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> but we need something better than I'm sorry. I mean, and yeah. the dunks Anthony Simmons did. There was nothing wrong with them. Obi Toppin. There was nothing wrong with them. If you if that's LeBron James doing those dunks, you go crazy. That's, you you need the names in these dunk contests. Oh, uh, you bring you bring out the Kenny Smith. It's over. Yeah, it's and over. LeBron not doing the dunk contest has started a, a a shitty trend to where these guys don't want to do it. It's considered the rising stars dunk contest. Fucking four string players out here. G League players oh, like Chris. I said G League. Yeah, at least make it all star caliber players in the dunk contest. Yeah, that's yeah. shit. I think it doesn't help either. You see these players. Um, participate and then they get screwed over i mean aaron gordon should have <laughs> two two trophies possibly, and you got Dwayne wade out here giving him nines i'd did be you pretty see the... pissed too if i went out there and and didn't win doing the dunks he did <laughs> and speaking of that did you see the voting do you see the voting this week what the hell is that <laughs> fucking tj who does this fucking spell check <laughs> <laughs> sorry boys bud webb was making some terrible votes uh picks i mean it was it, it was, was again awful. awful i wouldn't want to participate if, if that was the the shit going on yeah and you spend but all I, that time the three-point contest was lit i mean that especially when you got you got guys like steph and then they put the, the you know the four-point shot or whatever it is the the you know whatever the, I mean, that mountain dew ball that's that's the, the best shooters in the game going at it toe to toe and you got the dunk contest you got four guys i've never heard of Doing dunks I've seen in high school warm-ups, you know, like I don't think Anthony Simmons has ever dunked in an NBA game. Well, the guy <laughs> the, hey, they said the, the I can't even tell you the guy's who won's name, but that son of a bitch has got two dunks for his career in the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, how's that's he gonna it. put put on a fucking T Mac jersey and go out there and do some shitty ass windmill? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean when they come out, I, I what they high school did. players. Yeah, I know. Uh, TJ, looks like I'm about to lose five dollars to you. Um, I was gonna bring it up. I'm sitting here watching it. Yeah, me and TJ made a bet. Farum and University of Lynchburg played tonight in um, the ODAC tournament. Looks like Farum's up six with two minutes to go. So yeah, that's what I had playing. That that y'all heard. I cut it off. Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. Checking the score. I was gonna do a little breaking news. You know. Yeah. Speaking of uh, basketball, I got the March Madness. You got all the tournaments. Uh, Kicking off this week, kicked off on Monday. Bunch of uh, games tonight. Best time of the, one of the best times of the year, man. I, I love this. You get 
you get all these AC conference tournaments and then you get the NCAA tournament. So um, I just want to, I do want to ask a question to TJ and Buck. Um, who's the ACC champions? Never heard of them. Oh! Um, who? 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 I would, UVA, I just, UVA, uh, wins an, UVA wins another ACC championship three out of the last four years. Hell, they wasn't even, they're not even that good this year and, and won the ACC. Uh, if they can, the, the ACC isn't that good this year. It's pitiful. They're going to have like two oh, teams make the, boy, make the like, like Duke and North Carolina has never won ACC when it's been pitiful. I mean, so what? That's, it, every, it goes that's up every loser's the, excuse. I'm yeah. just saying, I'm just saying, ACC is from what we've seen ACC the past 10 years, it's not nowhere near laughable caliber this year. Why didn't Duke and North Carolina win it then if ACC is so bad? That's why it's so bad because they're down. But they got all those five stars. They, no, they don't. Shig. <laughs> all those transfers, bro. Duke oh, starting five. I what are y'all not paying? Are y'all not paying as much anymore? What's happening? Oh. We took away our African American studies class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not paying them this year, I guess. Yeah. What What do you think of Duke, Parker? Right, they, they suck. Chris, how can uh, can you explain to us how Duke can make the NCAA tournament? Yeah, there's two ways that they can uh, make the tournament. Um, they either have to win out or win the ACC or win the ACC tournament. What up, big dog? So that's the only way they can make the tournament. I mean, we just beat the shit out of Boston College tonight. Give us a little credit. Yeah, that is good. North Carolina, they on the bubble. They gonna be in. What you think, nah, they're, Yeah, they're gonna be a nine or ten seed. Um, I think. You know, they were contemplating on the bubble there for a little bit, then them beating Florida State a couple weeks ago, I think solidified them into the tournament. And I think if they just get, you know, one or two wins here in the ACC tournament, I think I think they could go up to about an eight or seven or eight seed, depending on how well they do in the tournament. But I think no worse than a, than a 10 seed. Yeah. And which, can... in which, in which they can, you know, they can – any team in the – like, you know, Gonzaga, I think it would be a tough matchup for Gonzaga against Carolina. They can beat – it's kind of like the Cowboys. They can beat anybody in the country, but they can also lose to anybody in the country. Yeah, I think Roy Williams in the tournament's a scary thing, no matter what, they, what they've done all year long, you know. Yeah. Um, Kev? Yeah, the whoever the, the fucker is on ESPN that does the brackets got him as a nine seed right now. And I think North Carolina's done pretty good as a, as a lower seed in the bracket before. Just, just uh, if, you know, whoever gets hot at the right time. Yeah, Chris. And, what other uh, what other bubble teams are? Chris likes to call them rimming teams. They're they're right <laughs> around it, but not in. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple other ACC teams: uh, Syracuse and NC State. They're both uh, they're both on the uh, on the on the rim of getting in. <laughs> uh, uh, UCLA for the Pac-12. Uh, Ole Miss from the SEC, and. Uh, uh, you know, this is a, a perennial. You know, they usually beat somebody good in the in the tournament once they get in. Uh, Wichita State Shockers. Uh, I know. Shocker. I know y'all have some comments to make about it. So Come go ahead. Up. Oh, Fred Van Fleet, alma mater boy. Yeah, old Greg Marshall boy. He's I don't know. Right, about he him. Could, he, could he, right? he get fired, or is he? Did he, he get resigned or something? When he beating his players or something? Yeah, he was doing a bunch of abusive stuff. Didn't uh, Creighton's coach just get? 
axed or warning or something for well, being racist? Well, he's back now, but he said something about the players should have stayed on the plantation. Like, like, a, like a lot of times, oh, right? Shit. I don't, I don't know about that, but that's what he said. And I, I thought uh, he said it like a lot. He got suspended one effing game for saying that. Like, yeah. give me a break. But I mean, dude. I mean, took credit. His players wanted him to stay. His players didn't want him going. So his I don't know what. Yeah, they didn't want him. Go, they wanted him to stay. So I don't know what the makeup, you know, ethnicity wise is. Um, so I don't know what you know the racial makeup is, but the, you know the players wanted him to stay. So uh, I understand that, and they got a relationship with him. But you got to take a um, you got to take a step back. You got to have a point of view, not from on the team, and say that is especially, wrong, and he should be suspended for the rest of the year. Yeah, especially in today's, you know how you know with everything going on in today's world. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I'm not on the whole cancel culture thing, and that's a whole other conversation. But this was. I mean, that's crazy, and you're only out for one game. And oh, but but of course, if it would have been regular season, they'd have spent any five or six games. But since conference tournament started, oh, he learned his lesson, so he he's back. Kev, uh, so I know you mentioned Greg Marshall. Uh, so he actually did uh, <laughs> he did resign, and I think uh, what he uh, the allegations of what he said, he he told a Native American player to get back on his horse and uh, make an Indian howling noises at him. Wow. Which is oh, shit. <laughs> didn't he punch a ref overseas or something like a year or two ago i don't know i thought they played like overseas and he punched a ref i have to look that up i thought that's what he did yeah jr you got something like that. no that, that was more chanel from injury tj you got it mixed up. <laughs> oh that's right that's right, that's right. <laughs> logan hall said get the f out of my league bud <laughs> Hey, I'm going to tell you one thing. We talking about coaches and somebody I think I, – I know I ain't too keen on the NCAA uh, <laughs> basketball, but I'm going to tell you one thing. I heard a story on WVU coach Bob Huggins today, and I'm going to tell you they're going all the way. Y'all want to hear it? Let's hear it. All right, I heard this man while he was coaching had a fucking heart attack on the court and literally pointed at the referee and said, you fucking did this to me. You fucking did this to me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing. <laughs> Any man that's going to be like that on the court, I'm going to run through a brick wall for him. <laughs> that's pretty good. WVU's got a good team, too, and they're, uh, they're, that big, they're good. That big, that big 12, man, I, that big 12 tournament, I think that's one of the ones to watch. You know, they got, what, like six or seven top 15 teams. I think that's the one uh, I'm most intrigued about. I know the Big Ten is also going to be pretty solid. Uh, I, I'm picking WVU to come out of the Big 12 tournament, you know, to win the, the tournament crown. Heck, yeah. Parker, overtime. Yeah, I just put it in the chat. 57-57. Lynchburg oh, hell boy. Going got that OT. Big... Who's winning? <laughs> <laughs> solid question. Chris? <laughs> Hey, I tell you, a team that's not on the uh, not on the rim of getting in, uh, and these bastards cost me uh, only three hundred and fifty-five dollars uh, the other night. Uh, I had a fucking, I had a uh, well, they didn't. I was, I had basically cashed it, and I was counting it, and I was spending it already. Uh, I had a five-leg parlay, which included uh, Penn State coming back from thirteen down at halftime, which they did. Uh, but App State, them son of a bitches came back and uh, won by three in overtime, uh, which killed my five-leg parlay. Yeah. So they are the Sun Belt Conference champions, and they will be uh, possibly a uh, a bid. They may be that that like 
you know, play-in game before the tournament starts, but they're still if, in. If you've never learned anything from App State, uh, I never bet against them, especially after the 06 Michigan upset. I've never bet against App State. And when they beat Tech. And when they – well, I mean, that was a given. You knew they were going to beat Tech. Yeah, That's I just sucked. like to – I like to – Turn the knife on that one. JMU also. What up? Yeah, JMU too. Yeah, that sports book will you'll you'll learn about some teams you never knew about when you start betting on them. Yeah. And you'll be all into all these uh mid major conference games. Um CAA tournament was in Harrisburg. Uh, I think the finals tonight. I don't know what's going on with it. Um a lot Ooh. of blue blood's not gonna be in it. I mean, Duke probably not gonna be in it. Kentucky's not gonna be in it. Um Coach K might as well retire, Parker. What do you think of that? Yeah, it's probably his time to step on down. I mean, he had a he benched our best player this year and he just quit. So I don't know what what's gotten into him lately or the whole team. It's embarrassing. I think what? Coach K is more of a recruiter now in today's time than than a coach. Yeah. Like we went we went to the ACC tournament, I guess in in Charlotte the year before last when they actually had the whole tournament. And what got me, you know, during the timeouts they were playing. I think. They were playing Carolina. They were playing Carolina in the semis. It was with Zion. And uh, during the timeouts, you know, Coach Hayes, every timeout almost, he was barking at the refs. And uh, John Shire was leading the huddle in the timeout. I think that's kind of – He's not worried about it anymore. Yeah, he knows it's, yeah. I guess, maybe past him. Tom who are the blue, Shire who are the blue bloods of, uh, of college basketball? Duke, Carolina, North Carolina, Carolina, UCLA, Kansas, Kentucky. Kentucky and Indiana, Virginia, <laughs> Indiana, <laughs> Indiana is nah. They're a blue like, blood. Are you sure? Oh yeah, Indiana's blue blood man. They've been around a long time. Got a lot but of. I think I think they got a win like, in history. I think they meant like blue in their school, didn't they? Who's uh who's no. the blue balls that blue blood uh, don't mean almost that. Almost there, but never. Blue like. blue blue blood is a <laughs> an old term that means old aristocratic <laughs> families. Oh my bad. Oh. So you got to apply that to college about. basketball. Let me hold on. Is uh, oh, he's gonna, he gonna fact check me on the spot. Go ahead, Jr. What was you saying about blue blood? Bloods? I said, I said, who are the blue ball teams that like almost get there but can't? <laughs> 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 that was UVA until last. Michigan year. State and Gonzaga. Oh, okay. For the win. Yeah. Is Gonzaga blue blood? No, they don't have that old no. history. They gotta, you gotta win a title first. Yeah, agreed. Agree with that. Michigan State. All right, all right, Michigan State. Bro, Michigan State is the most overrated team, in my opinion. They won a title in, what, 2000, 2001? Izzo, Izzo has one national championship. That's what I'm saying. How are they all – like, what, what gets me, they always call it the Blue Blood Tournament. Like, the end of the year, you get Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, and Michigan State. Why not put Carolina versus Kentucky or versus Kansas or one of those teams instead of Michigan State? Michigan State was ranked, what, three to start the year, four to start the year? Mm-hmm. And they're they got a losing record. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like, Virginia should be one of them. Blue blue. Hey, here's a, here's something. They are the most you. overrated program in college basketball, in my opinion. Uh, Coach Jizzo or Tony Bennett? Who are you taking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, CTB CTB for the win. You taking Tony Bennett? Well, day, let's put it day. this way: Who do you think Tony Bennett will end up having a better coaching career than Tom Tom Izzo will finish out with? Absolutely, I don't see Tom Izzo winning another championship. Nah. I think Izzo, I mean Bennett, it's sky's the limit. Or as in what MJ said at North Carolina Senior Night, 
<laughs> the ceiling the is the ceiling. Or the roof is the ceiling. Yeah, the roof is the ceiling. <laughs> Every year that is them have a like outstanding team. They they get bounced early in the tournament. Except that year they they beat UVA. They well, bounce they bounce UVA two straight years, man. Then he's got that team that's eh, kind of iffy. And you're hanging around, you know, mid all year, and then boom, they make it to the final four. Izzo's a god. He's the best coach. Until yeah. he met until he met Roy Williams in 09 and yeah, that's obliterated them in the championship. It was over Cam. by halftime. I was just chilling. Izzo does have eight final fours, which is uh pretty impressive, but but only one championship still. Eight final fours is something there's something to be said about that. So is that what JR says in, in the blue ball coaches? He gets almost there, but not all the way. Just can't finish. <laughs> yeah. I hear a lot of uh, a lot of talk about like most recent, you know, there, Buck, you're going back to two thousand nine talking about championships and shit, but I you know, I only I only know of one two time defending championship. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, fuck, Virginia is that, you know. All right, now we got to figure out who's going to win the championship of the March. Sorry, this bracket. Um, it's a bracket we put together. Of, let, me, let me say this correct way, legally. It's a bracket <laughs> we put together of a bunch of alleged stories. Allegedly. Uh, alleged stories, but they are true. They are true. And, and honestly, these stories are the tip of the iceberg. Um, there's a ton more stories under the water that we best keep off the air. I think everybody on this podcast would appreciate that. If we didn't talk about the stories that's underneath the water. Um, now I will qualify things by saying that, you know, most of these stories that we tell or most of the things that happened happened long, 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 long time ago. Uh, we've since matured and like a couple uh, weeks. (laughs) (laughs) We've since grown and became semi respectable men. Um, so, Kev, where do you want to open this uh, this bracket up at? Which uh, which region region do you want to start start with? It's a it's a thirty two uh, entry uh, tournament, and then we're gonna we're gonna unveil the regions this week and next week, and then we're gonna have you guys vote on it uh, to see who moves on and eventually see who uh, wins the championship. And somebody needs to shut their wife up. Chris, take it over, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris, I think you can handle that. <laughs> Give me about a minute and a half. I'll throw it three points. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> Kev, where do you want to start? I think we just started the, the top left with the destruction region. All right, we got four regions, y'all. We got the destruction region. We got the puking region. We got the ride-on region, and we got the flood region. Uh, we're going we're to start with the destruction region. And in that region, the number one seed is Big Boy, left outside casino, takes on the eight seed. JR zero turn, wife push mose. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go ahead and start to give you the story about the Big Boy left out, outside the casino. Again, this is a ledge story. Um, you guys chime in at every bit if, if I forget any part of this story because this is a really good story. All right, so, uh, Kev, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to say I think this story is so crazy people are not, are not going to believe this it. This is true. This is true. It's such a it's such a crazy story. I don't think anyone's going to uh, believe it. Are we not? Anymore. Being this guy's political or 
Public stature. No names. No names. No names. No names. No names. Okay. 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 I thought that was a given, but I guess you didn't attend a production meeting, so you didn't learn <laughs> that. Bloody oh, Mary, sorry. I was at, I was at a old fucking Elkton, old 33, you know, getting turned. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <He's> drunk. <laughs> getting drunk. This is about the time in the show Buck's drunk. Every show. <laughs> All right. So, JR's getting married, right? And we need to have a bachelor party. Rest, bro. Uh, <laughs> we need to have a bachelor party. Now, at this time, for whatever reason, Jr. and I didn't talk that much. I think I was working some crazy shift um, at work. I, ha I had worked weekends, all that. Jr., you were playing softball every weekend. We just wasn't together that much. So I wasn't a part of planning this bachelor party. But luckily, he had some guys to plan it for him. And, man, they're some creative son of a bitches because they come up with some bachelor party that I never thought anybody could come up with. So we oh, rented really? a limo. Oh, really? <laughs> we rented a limo, got a bunch of guys, went to Charlestown to, to gamble, and then was going to go to the strip club. You know, just creative stuff that you never could think of. So anyway, um, I get off work. JR calls me. Hey, you ready to roll? I'm like, man, I got, I got like two or three other people with me. You care if they join? J JR, I don't give a shit. Bring them along. So anyway, they they get in the limo with us. It's like what 10, 11 of us in that limo. At JR? least, at least, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, stretch at, Hummer, at by the way. Stretch many. Hummer. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> we were in that limo. We had to trip from Harrisonburg to Charlestown, West Virginia. And I'm telling you, when I say we drank every second of that trip, we drank every second of that trip. And like a lot of trips that you get, what comes out? Moonshine. So the moonshine real was real moonshine. Real moonshine was flowing. <laughs> We we had uh we had a dude with us and for the sake of the story, um we're gonna call him Guy. All right, big dude. I'm talking six three, six four, just just big in every sense of the word. All right, so he's in there. We're pouring shots of moonshine. All of us are just taking drinks of it. Well, anyway, beer starts beer bonging moonshine. Starts taking starts taking moonshine pours. Go ahead. You said his name, bro. <laughs> you said his fucking name. <laughs> his fucking buck. You said it, though. <laughs> All right, so start, so start back up. Guy yeah, starts taking yeah. drinks of moonshine. We'll leave it in there. I'll beep it when you say his name. <laughs> Man, he come right out. Oh, my God. Yeah, so anyway, they, everybody was egging him on, and I guess since he's big, he thinks he can handle it, but he couldn't. We we stopped at a gas station one time. He got out, tripped and fell, fell in the parking lot, had damn gravels all up on his back. His hands was all scuffed up. I mean, we knew then we was in trouble because this is a big dude. He's hard to even move around, especially when he's dead weight. So we get him back in the limo. We get to, we get to uh, Charlestown, so uh, – we somehow get him out of limo. We walk him up to the to the the guy checking everybody in. He's checking everybody's ID. Well, they get to they get the guy and they they look at him for a little longer than they look at everybody else. They look at he looks at us. And he looks back at him and he's like, "Big boy ain't getting in." <laughs> We're like, what? What do you mean he ain't getting in? He ain't getting in. He's too drunk. I can see it right now. He's not coming in my in my casino. So me and Kev's like. I mean, Jr. and them's already up in the damn making bets. So me and Kev's sitting there like, what the hell are we going to do with guy? I mean, so Kev's like, well, let's just take him back to the limo. He'll get in there. He'll sleep it off. So we get to the limo. Uh, we asked the limo driver, hey, 
he couldn't get in he couldn't get into the casino can he hop up in your limo and sleep this off and and he said the same thing he's like big boy ain't getting in here tearing up my limo puking on stuff <laughs> <laughs> me and kim really panicked then because we didn't travel you know hour and a half or whatever to buy god to not gamble i mean that's what we came for we liked gambling even back then in our younger days so we're gonna figure something out so we're walking him all up and down the street trying to find somewhere to go some homeless guy comes up to us we're like hey where's a good place to i say he's homeless he might not have been but i'm like where can we can we put him for a little while he couldn't get in the casino and that guy what do you say kev take him to denny's take him put him in a booth at denny's <laughs> put, him, put him in a booth at denny's and we thought about it for a second we started making our way to denny's but then we're like damn he'll probably get a drunken public if we take him in there and they'll report him on site yeah they'll report him he'll get arrested who knows how he'll act in there as um, soon as the waitress tries to get his order yeah they, she would call the cops spit, spitting all over the place pissing his pants <laughs> yeah so you know me and me and kev's like i mean i ain't traveling back over here to buy god tomorrow to pick him up out of jail and we didn't want him going to jail either you know so we're looking for places to go and the best place we could find was about 15 yards off the walkway into the casino um there was some flowers and shrubbery uh there we took <laughs> we took him back behind that shrub shrubbery kind of using it as cover and uh kev you remember we freaking like had to like Russian leg sweep his legs it, out from under him. It, it was a full on wrestling match. I, I believe we each pulled a leg out from under him, and I still remember that sound. Uh, his head made cracking against that concrete wall. <laughs> I, I'm surprised, you know, if somebody saw us, probably, probably thought we we're mugging the poor guy or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was combative, like, he didn't want to do anything. We're like, dude, you're gonna have to do something, or me and Kevin ain't be able to do anything. So like Kev said, we rushed and leg sweeped him. Kev had his top. I freaking pulled his legs from out, and he just drops and busts his head. I mean, he had to have a concussion. And there, there, he, there he lays in the damn mulch behind the shrubbery with a concussion, drunk as hell. We go in the casino. We gamble. And, Kev, you take it from here. So uh, so we're in a casino. We're having a good time. We got some food. We got, we got some drinks. We're, you know, betting some money. Um. And then, uh, then a little while later, we, we look at each other and we're like, oh, shit, we left him out there. <laughs> and, and this is this is probably three, four hours later, we're getting ready to leave. We're, <laughs> man, I, I hope he's still out there. We had so, no idea if he was going to be out laughing there. Laughing like hell. Completely forgot about him, having the time of our lives in this casino. Completely forgot about him. Uh, <laughs> good thing, though, we get back outside and there he is laying there. <laughs> He's got khakis on. It's it's quite obvious that he pissed his pants while he was out there. <laughs> He's got thro throw up all over his button up. And poor, I believe uh, we, we go to try to get him back in the limo. And I believe that's when the, the bouncers finally started coming after us to get him for a drunken public. But luckily, we were able to get him in the limo and, and get out of there just in time. Yeah, and then we go from the we go from the uh, casino over to the strip club. <laughs> Tell them what happened there, Kev. Yeah, so at the at the strip club, there is no bushes or shrubbery outside, so we have no nowhere to hide this man. Uh, so we just say, "Fuck it, let's get him inside." Uh, so you know, we're holding him up, carrying him inside. Bouncer reaches out to to take his ID. He reaches out and shakes the bouncer's hand. Continues walking <laughs> in. <laughs> 
<laughs> but but it, it worked. It worked. He did get inside. Uh, looked at the floor the whole time, just spitting all over the floor. Uh, surprised he didn't throw up again in there. I mean, sick, sick as hell inside this casino. Yeah, right. them, them girls was like trying to dance on him and stuff, and he like wouldn't even move his head. Like <laughs> just, just straight looking at the floor, spit, slobbering all over himself. Yeah, he eventually got booted out of there too. Eventually got kicked out. Yeah. 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 All right, Parker, eight seed, Jr. Zero turn, life push mos. What you got for that? Yeah, my story won't be as long as what we just had, but uh, yeah. a couple years ago, hot summer day. Hot summer day, me and Kylie, you know, ride down to Lyrae, get some Flossie's ice cream. On the way back, I cut over through uh, where Joseph lives. Get you right there in the town of Lyrae. I ride by this son of a bitch's house. Family. Hot as hell, bud. 98 degrees minimum. He's outside, <laughs> cigarette in his mouth, cold beer in his hand, just cheesing on this freaking zero-turn lawnmower. <laughs> So you go by his house, I get a little farther, I see the other side of the, of the yard, there's Miranda sweating her just life away, hush mowing, like she's about to die. <laughs> and then Jay, he probably got a cig in. Yeah, cigarette in his mouth, beer beer in the cup holder, and there she is, push mowing in the that's hot sun. Hard. Hey, that's what happens when you got a fucking 3.5 and you can throw that thing around. <laughs> Shit like that happened, you know what I mean? I felt, I felt sorry for Miranda that day. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we got next. We got water not hot enough for Big Kev. All right, I guess. Dizzy bat, dizzy bat indoors. Yeah. Four seed, water not hot enough for Big Kev. Five seed, dizzy bat indoors. All right, so the water not hot enough for Big Kev. Big Kev, I told this at your wedding, so anybody that was at your wedding, they'll hear this story again. All right, so. In uh, at Lynchburg, Kevin and I roomed together, and for two years we stayed in the dorms where we had a community bathroom. Um, we had a big like suite where me and him lived together. We had two separate rooms, but it was the same same suite. But we still had to use a community. We had to use a community bathroom. Stop saying that. <laughs> so usually, um, <clears throat> Kev had earlier classes than I did, so he would normally be up showered back in the room before i would get going so i was going to shower um one morning after kev and i go in the uh the first style <laughs> and the damn shower head <laughs> is broke off the entire support and i'm telling you water is all over the fucking place in that bathroom <laughs> and i and i'm like I, I just don't have time for this to even tell anybody i just go in the next style i do my shower and i go back to the room so i go back to the room and i'm like I tell Kev about it, and I'm like, dude, some asshole done broke the shower head. <laughs> Clean off the freaking support. Water is, I mean, it's flooding that damn bathroom. And he looks at me like dead ass. He looks at me and says, that water didn't get hot enough for Big Kev. <laughs> like the shower head mattered. Speaking of, hey, speak, speaking of third person, even. In third person. That's what he's in. <laughs> and, and one of those showers there was three showers in the bathroom one of them already didn't work right and then i, and then I busted one so then there's there's probably like 15 <laughs> guys having to use one one shower that worked <laughs> one shower left that worked <laughs> all right uh dizzy bat indoors kev so this uh so this i believe was kind of our oh, very sure. first uh beach our group beach, beach trip we went to uh Myrtle Beach, I believe it was 2013, 2014, maybe. 
That's like, it was a while ago. So we had the uh, the whole Myrtle Beach to decide to to play Dizzy Bats, uh, but we uh, you know we thought we could do do better than that. So we decided to play Dizzy Bat in the living room of our seventeenth uh, floor condo. Um, so what we did was we opened the sliding door, and we tried to hit the beer cans out the sliding door from the living room. <laughs> so, so it was Buck's turn to do uh, do Dizzy Bats, and let me tell you, he was he was probably tore up about as tore up as he is tonight. And uh, <laughs> and he let me tell you, he he cranks the hell out of this out of this beer can, but his follow through uh, follow through swing ends up smacking one of those uh, stained glass like chandelier lights, busted that thing up. He loses his balance, falls into the uh, <laughs> the bar stools at the at the countertop. Uh, it was breaks a, that. It was a mess. Breaks that. <laughs> they didn't charge us for any of that. Didn't charge us for any of it. Did he hit it out the door though, or did he miss? I believe he did. I believe he cranked it out the door, and his his follow through swing ended up hitting that hitting that light. And then he fell into bar stools. Yeah. Well, at least he at least it was worth something. Yeah, but the the whole beach to play dizzy bat. And we decided to. 17th floor condo. Let's play in our living room. Hell yeah. All right. The next matchup is a two seed. Uh, Bills Mafia times two. Poor table. Takes on a seven seed. Uh, poor lady at Lowe's. Uh, Buck, you want to tell the Bills Mafia times two? The table, you know, we had a kind of one of my, one of my first outings at our new house. Um, you know, had a big get together. First fantasy football draft of the year. You know, we're all hyped. 14 team league. Who won that league? That should that's, have been on here because that's sorry. That's sorry. Yeah, that is sorry. Oh, my bad. Continue. Um, anyway, you know, we have – you know, the draft is done. I feel like I have a hell of a draft, which I did. You know, solid team. Um, you know, the the pansies leave early, right after the draft. You know, they got to get home. You know, a few of us stay after. You know, kick it back, throw some brews back, smoke a little cigar, shoot the shit, all that. Um, Go ahead and tell them what we was drinking. What are those Trulies, man? <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Never drank a truly since, dude. Uh-uh. Anyways, you know, we're sitting there, you know, again, just shooting the shit. Uh, you know, I think smoking a little cigars or whatever, a little black and milds. You know, we're sitting there having a conversation. All of a sudden, you hear, bang! We're like, what the hell? You see, you know, our host, you know, Chad Morris of the Sports with the Boys, the host, you know, he's through a table. We're like, you know, who the hell threw this motherfucker through a table? So you, then we realized it was just Morris, you know, jumped off like our my third step through the table that wasn't mine. That was my wife's grandparents' table. Mm. I haven't been reimbursed for. Um, I was so told like, I didn't have to. So you know, we look at it. We're like, oh, dude, that was awesome. So let's do it again. <laughs> so the table <laughs> the table was still usable at this point. So when we it didn't take Morris much convincing that convincing that night. So like, oh, let's do it again. So, you know, he goes up another step, jumps through the table, finishes off the table. And actually, at last, just last week, I just took the table to the landfill. Um, but again, I haven't been reimbursed for. Uh, that's the thing that hurts me the most. Um, so hopefully, you know, next year's draft, we can have, you know, more, more present us a table. Yeah, I'll, I'll take care of that. I'll take care of that for you. All right, that takes on the number seven seed, poor lady at Lowe's. So, me and my wife are at Lowe's. We're getting some home improvement stuff. I think we're going to do new baseboards, put new trim down, paint, all that good stuff. So uh, we got, you know, eight-foot stick of trim, 
uh, in her hands, and my wife takes it up there to the cash register. It's this old, nice old lady uh, working the register. So everybody, everybody's been to Lowe's and been through this. You got to find the, you know, the barcode on on these uh, pieces of trim, and it always seems like it's not the side that that you can hand right to her. You got to flip it around and and show her the other side of it because that's where the barcode is. <laughs> so my wife swings this eight foot piece of trim around, and I'm telling you, she smacks that old lady right in the fucking face with that piece of trim. <laughs> That, that old lady bounces back and grabs her mouth i mean you thought we shot her with a freaking 12 gauge shotgun the way she acted over over that little bit of piece of trim and it it almost she acted so hateful about it it pissed me off like you know what i'm glad you did that and we we laugh about that all the time uh, so moving on to three seed uh jr cranking heat to 500 and packed house and takes on the sixth seed, Kev's Trash House Tour. Uh, so it looks like I got the story for this three seed, too. So we're at a party at JMU. Um, where, where was that at, JR? Uh, Nosers at, uh, what was that? What was that apartment complex? Fuck, Sunny, Sunview or something like that? Sunnyside Retirement Home? Yeah, Sunnyside Retirement Home. What was that, Kev? Sunview or something, right? I know. I don't, I don't remember. Sunrise? No, that ain't it. Sun Chase. Sun, Sun Chase. Chase. Sun there Chase. you go. Yeah. Ooh, Christmas been a party. Uh, anyway, we were. He might have been there. Yeah, we was at Sun Chase, Sun Chase at Noser's party, and this place was packed. I'm talking like you can't move an inch. Like you'd almost, there's so many people in there, you're moving and your feet ain't even touching the ground. It's <laughs> so many people in that son of a bitch. I mean, the fire marshal uh, would have been would have been pretty pissed off. You're claustrophobic. You wouldn't have wanted to be here at this party. So we're all in there partying, having a good time. Music's cranking. It, it's awesome. Hot in there because you just got so many people, right? But it was extra hot, all right? I mean, this is wintertime, you know, December. But it, it was extra hot in that place. And I, I happened to look over, and I catch a glimpse of JR. And <laughs> JR's got a damn smirk on his face. And I had no idea why at the time continue part and i hear somebody say the effing stove is on and i'm like what what the hell are they talking about and the damn burners on the top of the stove are cranked all the way high like you see the red flaming heat on them and the oven is cut on cranked all the way up to 500 <laughs> so everybody's in that bitch just sweating their asses off and everybody's like who cut the stove on that's dangerous all this shit <laughs> JR's over laughing like crazy. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 You remember that, Kev? Oh, I remember. I sweat my ass off in it. <laughs> I believe I believe uh Nelly's hot in here was playing during that too. <laughs> it probably was. All right, six C Kev's Trash House Tour. Go ahead, Kev. Kev's, Kev's Trash House Tour. So this was our our second annual beach trip. Uh so I was in charge of of uh booking the book in the house and it was under my name uh so one night we decided to play slap cup and and slap cups a game similar to quarters except you're using uh red solo cups and if you uh lap somebody you get to slap their cup out away from them they have to grab a new one so it's a it's a fairly messy game and so the next morning I get, there's a knock on the door i'm sleeping so it pisses me off because it wakes me up i peek out the window 
and the lady sees me peek out the window. So now I got to answer the door. So I answer the door. It's, it's the, uh, I guess the realtor, realtor lady uh, says, are you Kevin? I said, yeah, that's, that's, I'm, I'm big Kev. I said, all right, I gotta, I gotta come inside. We got a noise complaint. I come inside, look around, make sure nothing's broken. So I'm like, oh shit, here we go. We're about to get kicked out of this, kicked out of this beach house. <laughs> So downstairs, of course, was where their bedrooms were. So nothing was nothing was wrong there. And she goes upstairs, and I tell you, there was there was at least five hundred solo cups all <laughs> around this living room. They were they were all over the place, and and uh, luckily she just I, bl- I believe she just said, "All right, you got you guys are messy, but at least nothing's broke," and and uh, that was that was the end of it. But but man, it was it was a mess. There were solo cups everywhere in that living room. All right, let's move on uh, to the ride-on region. The number one seed in the ride-on region is Kev allegedly smoking with father-in-law. So Kev allegedly smoked with one of our father-in-laws. Emphasis on allegedly. Uh, emphasis on allegedly. JR, you got this one? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so about every year during the summer, uh, I have a cookout at my house. And uh, it's normally a, a, a good uh, – yeah, for my birthday. And it's normally a, a good amount of people here. And uh, Kev, normally he's kind of, I feel like me and Morris, we kind of get a little rowdy and and we get blistered most of the time. (laughs) Kev's kind of more more like laid back, you know what I mean? So so me and Morris, we're fucking hammered. And and Big Kev, uh, he's drinking, you know, just sipping on his cords like he normally does, feeling a good buzz. Well, one of uh, our six father-in-laws show up to the house. (laughs) so i go inside whatever inside the house it wasn't like a matter of fucking like four or five minutes i come back out and big kev's like fucking like squint-eyed glazed over fucking can't hardly talk he said bro i just smoke vitamins with you know who it ain't easy it ain't so uh so what was funny i I didn't say nothing that night I, i told morris we laughed about it and uh, so I told Miranda the next day, I'm like, well, you hear what Big Kev did the other night? She's like, no. So I told her, and Nude. then we was hanging out like a week later or a week or two later or something, and Danny, Danny brings it up in front of Hannah. She said, did you do the thing? And Hannah's like, well, I didn't even know about it. Big Kev just sitting there cheesing like a mother. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's allegedly – <laughs> I remember at night, Jr. He come he come back from that truck and he had that shit eating grin on his face. He fucking right. I still haven't seen uh, any evidence, and uh, no credible <laughs> witnesses has co- have come forward. So, <laughs> all right. And the eighth seed, which I think could make a push in this tournament, is TJ and the big question. Oh. And I'll go ahead and explain that. Um, he's got a good woman that cooks for him we all see the snapchat so the food that he's eating not only cooks she grills like that's a man's job bud and she grills for your ass. grills for him yep grills for him mm. um puts up with his bullshit um and he still hasn't popped a question yet so i think that's pretty sorry and that's why it's our eight seed on the sorriness bracket the sorriest sorry uh yeah upset alert please parker you got any Defense to that, or would you like to just move on? Move ahead, please. <laughs> All right. Four seed. Buck's failure to record wedding speeches. Five seed. Morris pool ball lunch. 
Oh, uh, lunch. Excuse me. Lunch. <laughs> be a hell of a lunch. Uh, It'd be hard shitting that thing out. What <laughs> <laughs> was an eight ball? All right. Buck's failure to record wedding speeches. Who's got this one? Kev? I believe it's Explain me. this. Yes, I believe it was uh, your your wedding, Morris. Uh, yeah. You you kicked off the uh, reception with a hell of a speech. Had the whole place laughing. Uh, then I, I think I believe I was the next to to give the speech. Um, had the whole place laughing. Hell, hell, two hell of a speeches. Um, we we uh, we shut the place down. Then a couple couple days later, we're like, man, let's let's rewatch this. Let's uh let's relive that again. All, having all the people laughing. Nobody, nobody has a recording. Yeah, but Not you left out. Piece. We told Buck before the speeches. That's true. To record it for us. So we're we were looking for that recording afterwards, and there's no recording. So that's a that's one. You know, I plan to only do that one time. Get married one time, so I'll never have that this memory. Was like thirty minutes deep, and if you know a young buck, young buck was sauced. So unless you physically put the phone on record it was not going to happen for buck <laughs> were, were you sauced or were you sleeping no nah, i remember the speeches i was probably sauced i was <laughs> awake for it all right and that takes on the five seed uh the morris pool ball launch um jr so uh we were a big kevs and like i stated before me and morris uh we drank a lot together and i can tell when this motherfucker's done I can tell when when he will do anything. I mean, I can talk this guy into anything at all. So I don't know. We, we was throwing something, and, and Big Kev's Big Kev's roads were probably about thirty or forty foot off from your fence. So we was trying to throw shit across the road. I said, bro, I said, I bet you can't throw a fucking pool ball in that cornfield. Cowfield. Yeah, yeah, cornfield. Yeah, it's a cowfield. I'm sorry. I said, I bet you can't throw a pool ball in a cowfield. He said, bet I fucking can't. Here he fucking, he runs downstairs, comes back up with a fucking, <laughs> with a number 14, fucking purple number 14 in his right hand. Boy, he fucking crow hops and launches that son of a bitch over the fucking road, and he had a hell of a cannon, boy. I bet that thing's still going. Yeah, it still gives me hell looking for that pool ball. <laughs> oh, so he still get pissed off about it. Yeah. He's still mad about that. Who's got that pool table now? Christian does, right? Yeah, my little brother's got it. And, and when he got it, the first question he asked is, where's the 14 ball? <laughs> so I had to go on eBay and buy a 14 ball and tell him the story of how it doesn't have a 14 ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Laugh like hell. Yeah. Always talk me into mean shit. All right. Tusey, Joe Bob pouring the coals <laughs> on the special night. Takes on the seven seed, JR and the D joke. So the two seed, Joe Bob pouring the coals on the what special night. Uh, Buck, you handling this one. Yeah. So I got a Joe Bob versus JR. It's kind of a, you know, two different personas, yep. same guy. Um, you know, that night, it was actually the night of Big Kevin Hannah's wedding. You know, we're, you know, the ceremony's over. We're all getting our food and stuff. And of course, we all get to our table early. Um, JR's wife. Um, she's taking her time, I'm sure, gossiping or whatever, like like women do. So we're sitting there at the table, you know, and just shooting the shit again and asking about how is it, how is, I guess you want to say intercourse on your special night. <laughs> and, you know, JR comes up, oh, boy, you know, I was I was pouring the coals to that thing, you know, had her hollering and screaming, you know, in, in, in JR's fashion, how he, how he talks. So, you know, we start cracking up and laughing and then, you know, a few minutes later, Miranda comes. So we're, you know, we're already, we're still cracking up about, you know, JR's statement. 
So, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we pouring the coals in that thing, he said. Yeah, pouring the coals to it. Burning that thing up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, we asked, uh, we asked Miranda, it was like, Miranda, how was, uh, you know, how was the, the, how was your all special night? How, uh, it was nothing special, just same old, same old. <laughs> we absolutely lost it. <laughs> That's because I put her to sleep with that fucking thing, goes out. <laughs> But you know, just Miranda's, you know, you know, JR's all into it and I was pouring the coals to it. Then, you know, Miranda's so laid back, uh, oh, nothing special. It was nothing like any other night, you know. <laughs> all right. Now takes on the seven C, JR and the D jokes. JR. Uh what was it? What, three three New Year's ago? We was uh we decided to uh go out to Harrisonburg, so we we went out to the uh Golden Pony <laughs> drink. Uh, I think it was uh what me, you, and Buck, and and our old ladies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. It was getting later in the night. We was all we was all having fun. We had a couple of Jack and Cokes. So Miranda and I, I think it was Danny come walking outside, and here comes these two guys like following directly behind them. So uh, we're all kind of like laughing. Everybody starts looking at me, figuring I would say something slick. So I walk over there. Them guys sit, sit down beside Danny and Miranda, and and the one guy's talking to Miranda. And, uh, game, son. Yeah, he was trying to spit game. I'm like, hey, you got to give it to him. And uh, so I walk up, and Miranda said something like, "Like that, that's my husband." And he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "How long y'all been married?" Yada yada. And uh, he said, well, "Where are y'all from?" I'm like, "We're from Dienda." He said, "Dienda." I said, "Yeah, Dienda is dick. Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> <laughs> and needless to say, he got the fuck out of there. His buddy was even like, man, yeah. he got you. <laughs> he he wants to be slick. So I, question I just, for you, Joe Bob. What? Did you check their ears first? They didn't have cauliflower ear, did they? No, yeah, I made sure they didn't have cauliflower or tap out shirt on. Yeah. If that was the case, yeah, hey, I'd be his wingman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How about that? You hit somebody with a DJ and get your ass beat. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to Three seed TJ and alcohol don't mix <laughs> takes on the six seed resident assistant getting flashed at University of Lynchburg. All right, three seed TJ and alcohol don't mix. Whoever, go ahead. Go ahead, big kid. Uh, so so it's a it's a common occurrence that uh, TJ has an allergic reaction to alcohol anytime he's with us. Fun. Uh, yeah, mean. it's the fun part too, but a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Oh bullshit! <laughs> so, uh, so the the first occurrence that I witnessed of this was that uh, uh, TJ had come to visit me and Chad at, at University of Lynchburg, um, and I believe he he blames it on the crab legs they yeah. served at dinner that crab night. Crab leg night, food poison. <laughs> I believe that's what he blamed it on. Uh, but but lo and behold, he got sick that night. Was he was throwing up, and and, and Jr. was there with us, and and we actually held a funeral funeral for tj that night he was laid out on the floor jr said a little prayer for him we, we tucked him in uh got him got him real nice and cozy and and uh we we were fully expecting him to, to be dead the next morning <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't luckily he wasn't and uh i mean i after a good night of drinking i know everybody has it the alcohol shits right <laughs> I, y'all can't deny it so tj he he had woke up and he had rushed to the bathroom and i woke up and i'm like fuck i got shit so i so i'm <laughs> down the hallway 
and I, I plop down on the toilet, and fucking, I hear TJ fucking puking, right? So I'm like, so like all the bathroom stalls was fucking full. So he fucking barges in mine, right? He barges, I'm there shitting, he barges in my bathroom. <laughs> so I lift my 3.5 up, flop it on the back of his head, he pukes between my legs while I'm taking shit. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's completely true or not. <laughs> oh, Maybe God. the last part's false. <laughs> All right. When that takes on. Go ahead, the, Kim. The, the next time, though, it, w- it was our uh, our bachelor oh, party. Yeah, yeah. He got sick again from, uh, from sun uh, poison. The, the combination <laughs> uh-uh. of, of sun poisoning, drinking, <laughs> and the fun. Uh, so uh, he gets sick again, two o'clock in the morning. Two, three o'clock in the morning, we're all trying to sleep. And all we hear, all we hear from the downstairs bathroom is Lo and behold, there's TJ in there puking. We all knew who it was without question. That that was an older house too, so everything echoed. I think it was like one bathroom in that joint. I believe so. Like and TJ, we were our we were bunk mates or whatever you want to call it. So I like roll over and like, where the fuck's TJ? And all of a sudden you hear like dude it was it was just sound i'll never forget i'll put it that way and here it was like 2 a.m we had just went to bed probably around one one o'clock and we're up just like (laughs) from dead sleep just dying laughing laughing like you know we were so happy that he was at (laughs) it's like what eight eight of us and we're all in different rooms and you can hear each other snickering and laughing at dj (laughs) peak yeah bunch of assholes all right, and our last uh, entry for the there's oh, a, there's more. a third third quarter <laughs> more three Bucks Batcher party. There was uh there was a mixture of alcohol and fun. Yeah. We had this fun this fun day playing at top golf. <laughs> yeah. Now, TJ's, oh, yeah. A, TJ's an avid golfer. Loves golf. How many how many uh golf balls did you hit that day, TJ? Bro, we had that place was over two hours. I think TJ teed off twice. I maybe hit two two golf balls in a matter of four hours while we were there. Little kids, he said. Little kids was coming in the bathroom and he was puking and everything. <laughs> we had ordered all that food. He didn't even get a bite of it. That was funny. All right, in the sixth seed, uh, the RA, a resident assistant, getting flashed at University of Lynchburg. So again, at Lynchburg, Kevin and I had that dorm suite. Uh, the bad thing about this dorm suite besides not in, not having its own bathroom, was it was literally right beside the RA. And those of you who don't know, the RA kind of oversees its hall and makes sure people aren't getting too crazy, right? And not an easy job for this guy living beside us. We we could give a shit less than, than he was beside us. I mean, we was, we was having parties all the time. But anyway, we decided to have a big party in the dorm where – JR, you came up, a bunch of people from Page County came up, a bunch of Lynchburg people. I mean, way too many people in this dorm, but we was partying. The music was so loud that I remember, like, the remote, the volume remote was sitting beside it, and the, every time the beat dropped, that, that fucking remote was bouncing up off the table, <laughs> bouncing up off the table. And so we knew it was a matter of time before dude came over and said something to us, so we hear a beating on the door, so... So I go answer it, and this, and you know, I'm about to have shot. And it's already, um, he's like, yeah, th- it's getting too late. Y'all need to turn this music down and shut this down. And I'm like, come on, dude, come. You know, I try to like bring him in to party with us. Maybe if we can get him to join us, he won't be mad at us, whatever. And he's like, nope. 
y'all need to cut this out or I'm going to call campus security or whatever. And I told him, I said, all right, hold on. I know exactly how to fix this. <laughs> so I go into another room. I tell Big Kev what's going on. I'm like, I bet he's never seen a set before. <laughs> Big Kev, no, I don't think he has. So I tell one of the girls, like, hey, we're going to get this party shut down if y'all don't do something. So they go over there. Boom. Flashes them up to, R, up to the RA. <laughs> the RA looks at him like two or three seconds, and I think he got madder. He's like, you sorry bastards. <laughs> and uh, we still partied, though. Did we get in trouble for that? I don't, I don't think so. I, all we get, got was a warning. Um, yeah. I don't think nothing ever got busted up in the dorm room. No, we never wow. tore anything up, but we was definitely was too loud. loud. But he did not appreciate that gesture that, that we made for him. I, but, I'm sure he took some mental pics. Yeah, he probably took some. Got his got his three point five, a little plump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's the destruction region and the ride-on region. We'll get to the puking region and the flood region uh, next week's show. Uh, we're running a little long here, so let's just cut it off. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you vote on this stuff. Um, hopefully, you you find it funny. Uh, talk to you next week. Peace. Later, fellas. Later. Thanks for listening to Sports with the Boys after hours.